Welcome, everyone. I'm Marion Dalton, and it's awesome to have you join us with another conversation with Difference Makers, because that's what life is all about, truly making a difference, whether it's with your family, uh, in your community, in your business, ministry. It's important to always be a true Difference Maker. And the guys I'm sitting with today are really special to me because these are long-term relationships and friends, some of my closest friends in the world. Yeah. Chuck Balsamo, who's a pretty cool guy, as you can see, and he's got the lumberjack look today, and I like that because he's that way. Uh, but we've been friends since 1991, almost 30 Man. years, and have been doing life together. And Mark, we've been friends, and not only that, he's been uh, on staff with our ministry for 19 years, just yeah. celebrating 19 years, but we've been yep. friends for over 20 years. Yeah. And I just couldn't think of a better couple yeah. dudes to get with that are truly difference makers as we began to talk about long-term relationships and legacy and life, family, business, and so on. So, hey, Mark, what do you think? Yeah, so we when Chuck was coming into town, are we allowed to say that your son just got married? Yeah, yes. And, yeah, um, so Chuck I just was got a daughter. The, yeah. Yeah, I added a daughter, Gabby, to my family. Came in for the wedding. He <laughs> preached in church yesterday. and. We were just we knew we were going to do this podcast, but yeah. it just seemed more appropriate than anything to talk about the power of these long term relationships. Mm -hmm. And Chuck even said something on Sunday that kind of nailed it for the context of this conversation because we live in a mm -hmm. cancel culture for that sure. like people they're going to cancel so quick, so easily, mm -hmm. whether that's business or relationships yeah. or some membership they have, and we just have this mindset of like, ah, if I don't like it, I'm gonna cancel it. And so, I mean, there's been once or twice where we didn't get along. Really? Y'all didn't pro tell probably me. Probably more See, for me. They and, didn't tell me. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. He's right. Probably more for me and Pastor Mary, because like literally we worked hand in hand for, yeah. for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. And, but we've never canceled. Right. I mean, we might have raised our voices a few times. Thought about it. And yes. And then his sure. wife, Katie, who's really amazing. He yes. married way up. She would talk him off the ledge. Yeah. And, you know. So 30 years. So you already kind of laid context for that. So, so Chuck, kind of tell them your perspective on the relationships that we have here. And Chuck and I, we go back 15 years. Uh, no, actually, we we did the math here. It was more like 18 years. 18 like years. Very yeah. beginning of the ministry. And uh, Pastor Marion introduced us. So it's pretty crazy. Maybe how Chuck deep it share goes. a little bit about yeah. what he does so they get a kind of perspective of for those that don't know him. Yeah, for sure. So I am Chuck Balsamo. Glad to be here. And definitely, this is a fun topic because we're talking about. Three, uh, you're, you're, you're looking at three of the greatest friend bonds yeah. that you'll see anywhere. And, you know, we're, I think we can operate from unconscious competence today and we can just flow out and talk about that because it is important. You hate to make it long into life and not have friendships that go deeper than five years. Yeah. And unfortunately, we live in a world right now where people are just canceling, 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 and, and nothing goes deep. And and you have to work through some things to to have some deep relationships. I would say to tell you a little bit about what I do, uh, fits into the topic. I, I I am a relationship builder, and I mm -hmm. think yes, I think, without a doubt, you know, without and just doubt. like you guys are, and and um, one thing my son taught me, you know, is just the power of relationships. I mean, yeah, skill set matters, resume matters, experience matters, uh, all those things. But what I think I think what what matters more than most people think when it comes to getting really high up in life, it's the relationships. Yeah. And, and, and you just, you, you will not go high in life if you're not building deep 
relationships with the right people, you know? And I, uh, I've been a relationship builder for a lot of years. So that's kept me doing things like, uh, you know, I've done a lot of things with business, you know, real estate sales for a lot of years. And then, uh, and then coaching real estate agents and then coaching business people in general, and just kept raising the bar on the types of people that I was working with as my skill set was being uh, developed. And uh, now I work with uh, clients up to 150 million a year and, and, and have built quite a few businesses over the years. So I don't know, people use the word serial, serial entrepreneur. I don't know uh, if I'm, if I'm serial, but uh, at least I'm beyond couple. Yeah. And just recently launched a company, became partner with another company and, uh, and, and I'm a pastor. So, uh, but all of that ha has to do with relationships. I would not be where I am in any one of those ventures if it weren't for key relationships that were built. So it's a great topic. Do you think being a relationship builder enables you, we know it enables you to be a more effective entrepreneur, but it also, cause I'm similar to you coaching, pastoring, mm -hmm. running multiple businesses as well as Mark. Uh, it enables us to to quickly move toward a project, a launch, or something like that, because we have a lot of different relationships from different arenas to pull in, and understanding how the, how does that work with you being an entrepreneur, especially relationships that are longer term, to to integrate into your life and to give you the ability to be a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it it takes uh, it take well. It, you know, what do we get from friendships? I mean, we get affirmation. Mm -hmm. God, man, you know, nobody yeah. wants to admit it. I mean, yeah. I'm 49 right now. Oh, and I would, wow. You're yeah. Right, man. <laughs> I would hate to admit how bad I still need affirmation in life. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think you talk about deep relationships and what that does. I mean, I remember when, when, when I first met you, well, not when I first met you, but when our relationship was really established, you made a move to invest in me and our friendship Mm -hmm. On, we were driving through town from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. We were doing a big uh, series of meetings out there. We were driving through, and you had given me your cell phone number years ago, which, by the way, I I've learned over the years not to abuse that when somebody gives you their cell phone. Mm -hmm. That relationship might not be ready right now. Mm -hmm. Some people in insecurity, they, they push and they, they overuse that opportunity. And I think you have to know where you're at and your pace in life. And you have to let faster runners go ahead of you for a little mm -hmm. while. And you build those layers, but friendship should be natural, you know, mm -hmm. at, yeah. at different stages of life. But I was coming through Lexington and I uh, called you guys. I was in a low moment of life mm -hmm. uh, with mentors and some things I'd gone through in my life. And uh, I'm a strong guy. I was muscling through, you know, it's not like I needed something or I didn't know I needed it. Yeah. And, and I, I, I sent you guys a text said, Hey, we're just coming through town. And you said, you, you called and said, hey, why don't, why don't we take you guys out to eat? And you took us to our first Japanese steakhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we were blown away. We, we were just little country guys, man. You guys are in Lexington, Kentucky, this white-collar city with your cool chefs and experience, food experiences. And then you invite us back to the house afterwards. Mm -hmm. And we sat there for hours, and you just affirmed our lives and who we were. And that was the beginning of, of a relationship. You know, in the beginning of that relationship, you had a lot more to offer me. Mm -hmm. And and I had very little to offer you. There was there was a disproportionate investment mm -hmm. that you made in my life during that time. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I think that's something that's important in relationships that there's there is give and take, but there are times you're gonna take a risk. Mm -hmm. 
and you took a huge risk and invested. And I would hope that over the years that that paid off, not just with our friendship, mm -hmm. but I bet you have lots of, mm -hmm. you know, lots of times that you can, you can look and be, you know, I disproportionately invested in this. And now look at how this is paying off in my life, you know? Yeah. You know, looking at it from that point of view with both of you guys, you know, I'm 10 years your elder, so mm -hmm. I'm 58. Mark's of what, 40? 15. You're 15, 15 years older. You. So yeah. in the early stages, of course, you know, investing a lot in you guys. But oh man, my goodness, I was 23 years oh, old when you hired me. <laughs> he never had a Very job. extremely part disproportionate. Part-time at, part oh. at FedEx, you know, and I'll bring him into, but he was, you know, going to college, you know, just got his degree and uh, was going into ministry. But you know, it, it, it's so cool, you know, going through those times and those ups and downs, but man, how it's paid off for me now. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, that's the power of long-term relationships. Now, yes, there's been it is. many more relationships that I poured into that didn't bring a return. Mm -hmm. And some of them brought pain and suffering mm -hmm. and others just brought, if you were looking for affirmation, forget it. Mm -hmm. I never go into those kind of relationships uh, unless I'm intentional. And I always go to those kinds of relationships looking at, I'm not going to expect anything in return. It's kind of like loaning money to a friend, give yeah. it to them, right? Yep. And I do that the same thing with my relational time. And as you get older, you get more picky, but because, you know, you don't want to have a lot of time to waste. So that's something that's really came back to me in a big way with just you guys are two of the greatest illustrations and not that great friends and loyals. Yeah. We have others like Christian so Holmes and others, Pastor Holmes and stuff. So Mark, what about you? What's, what's yeah, that? well, I mean, it's funny. So you kind of pinpoint affirmation. And for me, Chuck's been a massive piece of that. So mm -hmm. when I started my business uh, four years ago, mm -hmm. um, Chuck became a business coach to me and, you know, go back 18 years. But now it was like this different relationship. And now like that weekly connection that we have mm -hmm. of just pouring in. So when we get face to face like this, it's just it's like gravy. Yeah. and um, and so Chuck's been that to me and over the last several years that just catapulted mm -hmm. me, just catapulted me. Um, and, you know, same thing, disproportionate uh, investment. And now wow. I get to give back to him some. Mm -hmm. um, and with you, oh, my, like, seriously, mm -hmm. like, thanks for not firing me. And thanks for <laughs> throwing me out. Like, I mean, I was 23. I thought I knew stuff. And to go through two decades of mm -hmm. serving alongside each other yeah. and now. Like I'm sitting at your son's wedding yesterday. He actually did the wedding with me. We yeah. co that's so our relationship. Yeah. And with my family and his family, the way we are with each other's kids and Yeah. And so officiating the wedding, you know, I've been able to I mean, I've watched your son grow up, both of them, but mm -hmm. and you coach him. In. Yeah. And now I coach your son. I coach his wife. Yeah. And well, it's his wife now. I gotta get yeah, used to no, saying that. Gabby. And so like being able to give back and just mm -hmm. Like to see how things develop and I'm sitting at that wedding, I'm just looking around mm -hmm. so much of what you've mm -hmm. created through the church and relationships mm -hmm. and depths and so many of those relationships I have, you introduced mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. to. And um, I just, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude because all these things have happened mm -hmm. um, because of our relationship. Cause I wouldn't have met Chuck if it wasn't mm -hmm. for our relationship. Mm -hmm. wow. And if I wouldn't have like, seriously, I mean, I wanted to cancel multiple times my wife's like no you're not allowed to um mm -hmm. and there was times when you did too yeah when i came, yeah. there was one time when i came to you and i was like i think i'm out i'm abbreviating um but i that's the way i was feeling and and you and pastor steph sitting in the office looked at me and said we trust you to hear god and we know you hear the voice of god 
we don't feel that. We don't sense wow. that from the Spirit of God. Can you imagine if you had walked and, away? And I, there was a call that I was going to, mm-hmm. I told them I, I got this call. I'm going to return the call about another opportunity. And they said that to me. I prayed about it, talked with Katie and a couple, couple others. And I never returned that call. Never did. And that was that's such years a ago. That's such a great yeah. point because, you know, you think about today, this, this, this world we live in is very tense. Mm-hmm. Lots of friendships have ended in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would say more friendships ended in 2020 that's, that's than true. any yeah. time in maybe world history. Mm-hmm. Right. Millions and millions of friendships have been can- have been canceled, have been just ended. And uh, I understand wanting to walk with people who share our exact beliefs. But I think it's very dangerous to culture to to be so fast mm. to 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 end relationships because i think you've got to you've got to move a lot of relationships forward to end up with a few gems yeah, yeah. you do you really do and, and, and ups and downs in those relationships you working sure do. through the tough spots and it's not about elitism you know there's some friendships that transcend commonality of purpose there's some we're not like we all have to be doing the same profession we all have to be multi-millionaires or it's some friendships you know we have nothing in common but like mm. we've just known each other for a lot of years and we're not trying to impress each other um, but I do think that, like, uh, the quality, as we're developing, mm-hmm. we're growing, we help each other grow, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we grow more, and then one of us breaks away and grows a little bit more, brings that back to the others, and you end up with this thing that we have. Yeah. This thing that we have is unbelievable. It is, yeah. And, and just being here, I'll just say during the wedding yesterday, I mean, there are a couple moments that I was fighting back the tears. I, I, I saw you up there, Mark. I mean, just remember, if you've been here 18 years on staff, well, I've known you for 18 years, you know, and I've watched, I've watched this guy adjust. When I first came into his life, I was at such a, I was a clumsy, I, I was, my EQ was all over the place. I was like a ship without a rudder. You were fiery though. I was fiery. The first talk I, I heard, he, he said fire like a hundred <laughs> times. Fire, fire. And yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. So I was just fire, fire <laughs> until another word came into my head. But you know, you kept me around, man. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it, I remember watching you over the years. At one point when I came, I was so undeveloped. And there was such a gap between the two of us. And you've continued to develop yourself. I developed myself. And then there was, there was a moment at some point, maybe 10 years ago, where I'm like, man, I remember I got in the car. It sounds really, man, uh, I don't know what this sounds like. I got in the car. I said, man, this guy's been a mentor of mine all these years. He acted like he learned something from me on this trip. <laughs> and it was the greatest moment of like one of the greatest moments of my life where I'm yeah. like, this guy that I've looked up to all my life now, he's, he's, and, and you, you've always had that ability yeah. to not need to be the top, top guy in the room. Your ego has always been dialed into such a point that, uh, and I've watched, I've watched the way you've done that with Mark, mm-hmm. you know, this is your church. You, yeah. you planted this, you know, nobody will ever pay a price that you and Stephanie have paid, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Mark, you know that we've talked, no, yeah. not even close, not even close, even though you've made a lot of investments, mm-hmm. you, you just don't, there's not enough time for you to catch up right. on that. But yet, uh, the way that you have valued people when that gap existed, and then the way that you've been willing to, uh, 
I don't know the humility that's needed well, to, to I, I get was to this level. I didn't say the same thing. Like just the humility. Let it turn into a friendship. Yeah, that's not it's, easy. I mean, I same moments that he and I have had, and it takes us. It takes humility and integrity, and like there's a specialness about that because everybody wants to be significant, valuable, mm-hmm. and important. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to elevate that difference maker mm-hmm. component and that personal, I'm going to grow and become the best mm-hmm. version of myself so I can add value to the world. Um, like. I've seen you do that and I've seen you both do that. Um, mm-hmm. and cause we've gotten to that place too, where we get to mutually support each yeah. other in a lot of different things. Um, but you, you touched on it earlier and I'm, I think not only the affirmation, but the reason he gets to sit here at this table and we're on his podcast in his yeah. church building is because he's always been a giver. Always and been a giver. I agree with that. one of my life verse or mm-hmm. quotes is Zig Ziglar. He said, you can have everything in life you want. If you just help enough other people get what mm, they want. Oh, man. So true. And I think we get to sit when we consistently give. And he gave more than he was receiving early on. Mm-hmm. But when we consistently give, we get to be in that position of receiving mm-hmm. where, well, I don't, I don't deserve this. I didn't earn this. I didn't create this. But we've given so much. I mean, it's sowing and reaping. When you give mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. it's going to keep coming back to you. And like you said, mm-hmm. you gave to a lot of relationships that didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't, we can't give without it coming back to us. We but can't you, give good you get things to the world. More of a return, yeah. you know, when you hit, hit mm-hmm. you know, you hit gold, you strike gold, mm-hmm. you know, one or two or three or four of those relationships right. can be more than 500, you yeah. know, casual relationships. Lester Summerhall, we were talking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I heard, last time mm-hmm. I heard him speak, he was 85 years old or whatever he was, right before he dies, just a year or two before he died, and he's still on the stage, frail, and he held up his hand. He said, I've been around the world. I've met kings and presidents of so many countries. I've been with the dignitaries of the, of the world. And he said, and, and he held up his hand, he goes, and I can count on this hand the number of true friends I've had in life. Wow. And it, what you just said is so powerful because if you do operate in that abundance for long enough, mm. you got, you've, got to, you've got to plant into hundreds of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be careful not to cancel them because you never know mm-hmm. who's going to be that person that is gonna, you're going to do life with someday. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's funny. I, I can't think of many times I've canceled anyone out of my life. Mm. I've been canceled. Same as me. Yeah, I'm, I'm I just like keep that. giving. Yeah. If you want to be around, I'll keep giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you get to this point where I'm sitting there at this wedding and I'm whole fighting back the tears. Oh, so I'm gosh. thinking, yeah. I knew when 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 you and Stephanie started dating. Yeah. And then we're engaged, and it was like that was that was the wedding of the of the year, man, on TBN. I mean, that was <laughs> that was those were that was back in the day. It was a big deal, and then. Then all of a sudden you're going to plant a church and then you're pregnant, you know, and, and, and we see Parker born and we see Pierce born. And mm-hmm. now here Parker's getting married mm-hmm. and I'm feeling old, but I'm feeling <laughs> blessed. Mm-hmm. And that's the reward of paying mm-hmm. that price. I can say, honestly, though, you know, you guys were working closer in proximity, so I'm sure you had some tension at times. <laughs> I can't ever remember a time. And that's what I appreciate about our friendship. I can't ever remember a time being offended by you or you. Whew, I don't want to get emotional, but you have just been, you and Stephanie have been just the dearest friends. In fact, we even said, said, man, we, we need to find a way to invest more because you don't get that. You just don't get that too much in life. Yeah. If you do, it's the best thing you can get. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, for instance, just being at the wedding, one of the things that made it so fulfilling for me is to have you and Mark there. You know, to me, that's, you drive six hours to come here and be a part of this. And 
speak for me so I don't have that pressure the next day and Mark's yeah. part of it and Emily and Katie and, and all that. So I think, you know, when I look at it from my perspective, you know, and Mark, you both know this story real well. I mean, my father passed away when I was three months old. Mm -hmm. So I always, you know, was looking for affirmation. My mother yeah. gave me great affirmation, but you're always just a man looking for it from a man. And, you know, I've tried to find it, my teachers, my coaches. And then when I got into ministry, mentor leaders and business leaders, and, uh, and finally, you know, I, and I had some along the way, like Dr. Summerall mentored me from a distance. I got to go on international trips with him and some other stuff and R.W. Shambach and some of the, the great generals and mm -hmm. Pastor Rob Parsley and yeah. guys like that. And, uh, but also there was a time in my life, as you know, being a first generation pastor, a plant, mm -hmm. you know, with the kind of ministry we planted yeah. with no backing or anything but God, which is more than enough hitting those low spots, wrestling with, and my mentors passed away, two of yeah. them, and so on. So it's like, Great man, who's, who's going to mentor me? Who's going to be my, my spiritual father, that one to help me in my legacy? And then the Holy Spirit just finally got tired of me moaning and groaning, complaining <laughs> to him and said, be Invest in what others. he said, be, become what you want to receive. Mm. And it just rocked me. And I'm like, what? Yes. And he said, you want a father? Be a father. Yeah. And that's when it just like a switch, wasn't it, Mark? Yep. It, it was like gave me a release. Mm. And then, you know, because I've always been a mentor or elder brother. Yeah, you know, I always look even back and help older me, younger me. Yeah. It doesn't care. It, I just, I, I, it fills my tank if mm -hmm. I can help somebody, you know, advice, whatever, coaching or whatever. But man, that just flipped and it changed our whole ministry, obviously, yep. and relationships. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, but the power of that, the reason I gave that backdrop. I think the power of it for me is watching you guys. I mean, mm -hmm. we're doing something cool in all of our ministries. We're, you know, a thriving church ministry. We planted churches locally and internationally and regionally. We've done things. Uh, but the cool thing is now I was an entrepreneur before I went into ministry, right? And mm -hmm. God released me to do that again. Yeah. And then Mark, man, has built this international <laughs> coaching company. He's mm -hmm. just crushing it. But he's still, still here serving me on staff. You know, he doesn't even receive a salary. You know, he's yeah. like sewing back and people early on was like, what are y'all doing? Well, you letting him, he's, doesn't he have his own business? And I, I said, and people just, it took him a while to yeah. get it, yeah. but they didn't have the trust I had. Right. Yeah. And so we're here, iron sharpening iron. And, and the thrill for me is my job's easy. Mm -hmm. All I got to do is affirm you guys, mm -hmm. you know, cause I know how it feels when you're the one running, running, running and yeah. nobody appreciates it, but they want something from you. Mm -hmm. But to have that pat on the back, that attaboy, you got this or to protect you when someone attacks you, yeah. you know, for <laughs> me, that is just such a cool role in my life right now. Yeah. And then to watch your guys' kids become giants. It's just like, wow, I just sat back and gloat, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> I remember one time when, uh, so we had some people take, making a challenge, a stake challenge against something that we had planted and, and had labored. Oh, I remember that. Years. And I remember they said, they said, well, we need you to, we need, we need you to step down. We need you to step out. I remember telling you, I think I'm just going to vacate. And I remember you yelled at me on the phone. You said, do not vacate, you know, and, and, and I'll never forget it. And, and I didn't. And that one And I told you I was going to get my vehicle and come. You said, well, right. let I me said, do I this. It. I said, no, I'm, <laughs> I I'm on my way. I'm, I'm heading out of my office now. And you know, I was that, ready to go. Was man. Such, I was ready. When I look back, mm -hmm. turning point moment one. Yeah. That one moment. And you know, it just, it goes back to this. I, I think about, I think about to give this some spiritual context. 
you look at Nazareth, and Nazareth rejected Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who, who could have known in that moment what that young man mm-hmm. was going to become? Mm-hmm. Savior of the world, right? You know, 10 or 20 years after the resurrection, Nazareth was looking back. Nazareth people were looking back yeah. going, we missed that one. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have to be careful who you reject. Mm-hmm. People are too quick to reject right now mm. because you never know so good. where that next Jesus is in your circle. That, yeah. that next person that's going to, I'm not saying you and I are Jesus in, <laughs> no, the, in his circle, yeah. but, but it paid off. Yeah. And now what he, now, I mean, all of our lives are going vertical. Yeah. I mean, you, look at what's happening in our lives. Synergy. Oh, it's crazy. Do you guys think, what do you think about people's awareness? They're saying, I don't cancel people. Mm-hmm. But do you think people are really even aware that they cancel people? Oof. No. <laughs> no, I, I really don't. And because, because here's why. Because our culture has made it justified, rationalized. If you don't get your way, then you just walk away. If you don't get what you want, you want, if they don't do what you want, you don't get what you want. Uh, they've ma- our culture has made offense mm-hmm. like a sport. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. And, and people, it's everything. It, yeah, it's literally every single thing. And the 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 phrase "That's my truth." Whoa, oh, don't even yeah, get me yeah, started yeah. because we've we've created a culture yeah. where everybody gets their own. They truth. should say that's my rules. Yeah. If you're I mean, going to love me or like me, this is the rules. If I, yeah. you know, if you're going to be my friend, here's my rules, not my truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even have, you know, I, I look at it right now where, um, I mean, you know, we're heading into the political season. I mean, there's, there's nothing that divides us, at least here in America. I think in, in all societies like politics, right? And I think, about, I think about where we're at right now, and it's real easy when, when you get into, say, a political argument. Or even if you're trying to avoid that, somebody trying to draw you into a political argument, mm-hmm. it's easy for you to go, you know what? It's just not worth it. I'm just going to, I'm going to let this person just walk away or, mm-hmm. and, and, but you realize that, you know, if something is fighting against a major block of your friendships, you have to be aware of that Yeah, because mm-hmm. you could end up accidentally losing someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they have a little bit of a different view than you right now, you end up losing somebody and then this should happen years later and it didn't. Yeah. You know, and 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 I'm just I'm just keenly careful of that right now. Even to the point of just being exercising more humility mm-hmm. and giving people more grace to just be mad or to yell mm-hmm. at me or whatever, you know, and, and just be, hey, are you sure you want to break up? Are you <laughs> sure you want to break up? Well, right and, now? and not only looking at it from a personal friend aspect mm-hmm. but look at it from a business transaction mm-hmm. i mean if you only have a business relationship to someone while they benefit you mm-hmm. and when they no longer benefit you you move on or do whatever you do that's a poor business decision yeah because that person might have exactly what you need a year from now or five years mm-hmm. so even in a practical practical sense uh, it could be a supervisor, employer, a business partner, or, or an associate, or something that that you really needed them, and oh, you're so thankful they helped you get to the next level, or or to get what you needed, and then all of a sudden you just kind of blow them off and look to the next one. Yeah. And you know, at my age, I've seen a lot of that yeah. being in mega ministries, being in large businesses mm-hmm. like you guys, coaching some multimillionaires. You see those things happen in their lives, our lives, blah blah blah. 
And I've seen it always pays off mm-hmm. to honor. Mm. Yeah. You know, to honor. honor. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the, the component that's missing honor. right now. So glad you brought that word up. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to, I mean, it really pulls together the conversation, up, right? Yeah. Of, so if, if you're watching this or listening to this and you're like, I, I want those kind of relationships. I want decade long. Mm-hmm. I want the fruit. I want the trajectory yeah, yeah. to be going straight up. I think you have to, a couple of things we touched on the abundance mindset mm-hmm. of like, there's more than enough to give. There's more than mm-hmm. enough That's for right. all of us to win. And I think you touched on it too, of like mm-hmm. stepping back and identifying what are the relationships I'm going to fight for? Mm-hmm. What are the right. relationships are non-negotiable? Mm-hmm. I know God put these people in my mm-hmm. life. There's cancel is not an option. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to fight. I'm going to be there long term. And if you always have the mindset that mm-hmm. we've both benefited from in his life is I'm always going to give. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to help people achieve their dreams. Yes. And mm-hmm. that's going to be the position I always take. I'm going to be what I want to have in my life. Mm-hmm. If we do that, we get a win. We get to have those relationships. So anybody got a closing thought on this conversation? Maybe um, it's going to be hard to do in a closing thought as we're trying to wrap it up. But Pastor, why don't you just wrap us up here with yeah. maybe your biggest takeaway from just the fruit of long-term relationships? Well, I think that we're kind of a testament of that and others are, I think that we touched on at the end, we may have to do a part two on this, but the whole glue is the honor piece. Mm. And I, yep. I don't know, I could ask you guys, uh, do you feel there was many times I honored you before you ever, you know, really had an opportunity to honor me? And uh, did you feel kind of honored? Did you, you know, cause to me, I yeah. felt like, I honored you because I had a schedule. I had this and that, and you'd call or come or we'd visit mm-hmm. or we'd talk. And then we'd take time together. Mm-hmm. Like you guys said, I'd take that time. Well, to me, if I take my time and just don't have to fix anything, just listen to you. Man. And then sometimes I can help you. To me, that's that's a practical way to honor yeah. is to to be an ear, to be a confidant, to love, to mm-hmm. lift up, to, and to always affirm and to to encourage and to find the positive out of it. And I think that's a real critical component. That's to, man. You know, and, and to answer your question about long-term relationship, that's perfect what you just said. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, th- there was, and, and he's right, you know, when, when our friendship first began, I wasn't, I didn't have the knowledge of what a schedule was or the value of someone's time yeah. or any, I, I didn't understand, but I felt it. And I think, I think if you want to develop long-term relationships, you have to invest in yes. those. Which is honor. It's honor. Yeah. Yeah. You can't give anything more valuable than your time. No. Such a great talk. Well, guys, this has been awesome. And it's kind of easy for us. We're such great buds and all that. And uh, and it's an honor that they're here with me today. So I just trust that today you enjoyed this conversation with Difference Makers because that's our goal. We're sharing our heart, taking our time because we believe in you. We want to see you go to that next level. We want to see you be the Difference Maker where you are today, not thinking about it so much in the future, have a vision, have a plan, but the key is being a difference maker today. So until next time, Mm -hmm. make a difference.